Waypoint podcast. I'm Erica Castiglione, the Director of Women's Discipleship here at Waypoint, and I'm excited to be hosting today. Um, We're going to be talking about seminary, and I'm joined uh, by three members here at Waypoint. I'll let them introduce themselves. Um, You can tell us your name, how you got connected to Waypoint, and as an icebreaker, what are a few podcasts you like to listen to? Hey, so I'm Rebecca Doris. I got connected to Waypoint about three and a half years ago, um, a neighborhood that I was living in. Um, Everyone in the neighborhood went to Waypoint, and so I ended up um, joining as well um, and have really enjoyed my time here. Um, I listened to a lot of podcasts, so it was hard for me to narrow it down. Um, But for news and like the podcast I listen to probably most consistently is um, called The World and Everything in It. And it's a Christian news podcast um, and just keeps me well informed with a biblical perspective. Um, And then one that I've recently really enjoyed, um, they just have one season of it now, but it's done by Pioneers and it's called Maverick. And it was telling the story of a believer in Central Africa and just the challenges he faced um, and was just a really encouraging podcast and challenging um, if anyone's read the Nick Ripkin books, it kind of feels a little like that. So, yeah, that's me. I am Carly Freeland, and I got connected to Waypoint really a few months ago. I just moved back from Thailand and transitioned to um, staff with Campus Outreach at UNC. And so the staff go there and some of the students. And so, yeah, really love Waypoint a lot. I love Um, just the mission to love the triangle and love the nations. And I really enjoy the, I guess just the, um, yeah, just wanting to to reach out to the triangle and people of other nations. Um, Do I listen to podcasts? (laughs) I've listened to a few, but uh, not not the biggest podcast girl. Um, my name is Tony Anderson, and I got connected to Waypoint. My husband and I moved from Chapel Hill to Durham, so we were looking for a new church, and we had heard of Waypoint, knew some people who went there, and our neighbors um, went to Waypoint. So we started attending, and we became members in November, I think. And I, like Rebecca, love podcasts. I listen to them constantly (laughs) I was like writing down some of the ones she suggested um but my two recent favorites have been number one is a I like the show The Bachelor so I listened to a Bachelor podcast called The Rose Cast it's two men discussing it it's very funny (laughs) and the other one is called Sweet Bobby it's like a recent story about catfishing and it is crazy (laughs) no spoilers you guys should check it out all right well um like i said i'm erica Um, my family's been at waypoint now for almost six years we were really praying about a church that we could partner with that uh, danny could do international student ministry and be a part of and that we all loved and waypoint was the answer to that prayer um, as far as podcasts go, um, I listen to a lot sporadically. Probably the ones I listen to the most frequently are um, The Bible Project, and I'm just so thankful for The Bible Project's 
ministry. I've learned so much. It always gives me a ton to process and think about. And um, one called Let's Talk. Um, and that's Melissa Kruger, Jasmine Holmes, and Jackie Hill Perry. And um, they're on their third season right now. And they just tackle a lot of really neat, important topics. Um, the season they've done race, shame, boundaries. Uh, so it's really good. And I like their chemistry. And um, just for fun, when I want a lighthearted podcast, I listen to the office ladies. Um, <laughs> and I just one. love to hear the background of what goes in to, um, to making a show. And it's just a real feel good kind of podcast. <laughs> but um, since we're talking today about seminary, um, I want to hear first of all, um, why, well, first of all, what degree or certificate are you guys pursuing? Where are you going to seminary? All four of us right now are um, at different levels of a seminary journey. Um, so I'll, I'll actually start. Um, right now, I am taking classes through Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. Um, it's an interdenominational seminary. The main campus is in Hamilton, Massachusetts, where... And I've been taking Zoom classes um, from there, but they have a campus in Charlotte also. Um, Kind of coincidentally, all four of us are taking classes there, but (laughs) (laughs) just kind of happened. There are some women in our congregation who have gone to Southeastern also. And actually, I took a couple classes at uh, RTS Orlando years ago. Um, But I started off getting a certificate in um, Christian studies. So I did a couple of like an Old Testament, New Testament class I'm thankful for. Um, but then when I took a spiritual formation class, I really was really interested in that and kind of shifted my focus. And that's what I've been studying ever since. And I'm going one class at a time. So I'm kind of savoring it as I go. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So um, I'm also at Gordon-Conwell. Um, I'm doing the Certificate in Christian Studies um, right now, and I'm going very slowly. <laughs> so um, I've taken three classes just like one at a time. And then I'm taking um, a little bit of a break right now. Um, But yeah, I really like their Charlotte campus. I've been um, doing the remote and then once a month they have an in-person component where you go down and spend the day with people. And that's been a a neat way to still have the the remote aspect, but get to know people that are actually in my classes. And then I actually also took a certificate. I had kind of forgotten about this, Um, but I did a certificate through, it's now called Missio Seminary up in Philadelphia. Um, But I did that while I was doing grad school. It was the Global Trauma Recovery Institute certificate, and it just helped grasp, um, yeah, kind of like a theology of suffering and trauma and like helping equip uh, I don't know. Well, I was in social work school, so I would have used that for social work to equip me to have a theological understanding of social work and like how I was interacting with people. So um, I also highly recommend that program as well. So I am actually in my first term um, at Gordon-Conwell and pursuing a master's of arts in Christian counseling. Um, so it's still very new to me, but I'm really enjoying it so far. And I'm doing uh, my MA in Christian ministry, and I'm in my last semester. Yay. <laughs> yes, I have two classes left. I started, I've been doing it for about two and a half years. 
So excited to finish. I actually have never been to the campus in person and I'm going for the first time <laughs> uh, next week. So I'm excited to see the campus and like I've connected over Zoom with people, but never really in person. So I'm excited to do, to do that. Wow. So you've got to give variety. So my next question is why? Why are you doing this? We know what you're doing, but why did you choose to, to pursue this right now? So I decided to go to seminary when I was on staff with the college ministry that Carly mentioned called Campus Outreach. And it really was born out of just loving discipleship, loving discipling women, and growing myself so much when I was doing that and helping others grow too. And kind of since then, I experienced just a lot of burnout in ministry. And I think seminary kind of anchored me in a lot of ways and reminded me that I do love ministry and I am called to ministry, even though at times I've been like, what does that even mean? I don't know. I don't know how that is going to make sense in my life or what that will look like. And so since then, it's kind of been distilled back down to like, I want to be equipped and I want to help equip others. And I love doing that. So it's kind of kept me like I said, anchored, I guess, um, still being in seminary despite the burnout. But yeah, I'm at a healthier place now and it's been a good process. Sweet. Yeah, I think... Honestly, just wanting to pursue um, a Christian counseling degree, just when I was in Thailand, um, I learned a lot about myself. And I think something that I learned was that I really um, value or desire just walking through hard seasons with people. Um, And I think also while I was in Thailand, I was able to experience a lot of suffering and and went to counseling myself um and it was just really helpful and beneficial and so i thought it was you know fitting to continue doing that or continue pursuing yeah that's great i know i've personally benefited from christian counseling so i get excited (laughs) when i hear about more people uh going into it yeah what about you rebecca yeah, so this has actually been like a dream of mine since high school. Oh, wow. I am a bit of a nerd <laughs> and I love learning. And so even in high school, I was like, wow, I love learning. And wouldn't it be cool to like sit in a classroom and learn about God? Mm-hmm. And so I've always like had that in the back of my mind, but I wasn't sure like how it would, I guess, like be useful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so wasn't sure like where that would fit in. And then um, I did an undergrad degree in social work. And because I also felt really called to like walk through hard seasons with people. Um, But my internship for my BSW was in a women's residential treatment center. And I was like leading trauma groups and was not equipped, (laughs) did not even really have a good working knowledge of trauma at the time. And so got some like secondary trauma and really struggled with my faith during that time. And so when I was in grad school, I really wanted to like get a better like theological understanding of trauma. And that's when I heard a missionary talk about the Global Trauma Recovery Institute. Um, and it was such a healing process for me to like really gain a theology of suffering. And one of the teachers is um, Diane Langberg, who oh, was wow. on the like um, the Mars rise Hill. and fall of Mars Hill. <laughs> I heard her and I was like, oh my goodness, that was my teacher for a while. Um, I looked up, she's not 
one of the teachers anymore, but just really respected her and the other teacher that did that certificate program. Um, and it was super helpful. And then as I'm looking at what's next, um, I just wanted to kind of marry the, I love social work, but I really wanted to like have that be more grounded in like scripture. And, mm-hmm. um, so decided to do, um, the Christian studies and possibly I might get a master's later, but just having more knowledge and like helping, like you were saying, like be equipped and help equip others, mm-hmm. um, with that, like theological mm-hmm. understanding. So that's great. I feel like it can be hard to explain to people, like you mentioned, is this useful? Like <laughs> sometimes like other graduate programs are very practical and it's like guarantees you a career and a job. Whereas mm-hmm. seminary, sometimes you have to realize that if, even if it is just for your own growth, yeah. it's worth it. You know, like even yeah. if it just helps you bring together your social work and like bring spiritual reality to it, then that's like totally worth it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I would say I love learning too, but really it is, I love learning about the things I'm interested in. So, you know, if you want to tell me like something about math, I'm probably not that interested or how something works. I'm not that interested, but I happen to be very interested in history, literature, psychology, and the Bible. So I feel like seminary was a perfect place to like be able to, to learn more about that. And Tony, you mentioned discipleship and that's really kind of where my heart is too so it was so great to be able to like learn and teach as well Mm -hmm. so it's 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 been such a blessing in my life and and that's kind of uh like you were saying you really hit on something too um people's normally their next question is what are you going to do with it you know (laughs) which which can be a good question but like you were saying if what you're going to do with it is grow in relationship with christ and help others to grow that's a great thing to do even Mm -hmm. if you don't get paid for it you know um so yeah um I think one thing um that's been really cool for me is to be able to learn and apply I mean obviously in my job I have lots of opportunities to to do that but it's it's been cool um does anyone else have anything to add to that as far as like next steps or you know how you might apply what you're learning are applying yeah I think for me honestly I think with a Christian counseling degree there are so many avenues that I can kind of go I could counsel Christians I could counsel people who aren't Christians and so I'm really not sure once I end up you know getting my degree or my licensure like I'm not sure but just praying that the Lord would give clarity in this process and yeah, I'm excited to see kind of where the Lord leads right. in that process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think traditionally people have just kind of thought seminary, be a pastor. But like <laughs> there's like lots of other opportunities, and even in our stories. And obviously we have a lot in common. Actually, three of us in this room have on a gray cardigan right now. There's a, there's a lot of similarity. But as people are sharing, there's a lot of differences too mm-hmm. and a lot of different paths. So I think that's encouraging. Um, so how's your experience been so far? You've shared a little bit, but uh, has there been anything that surprised you that you know you weren't expecting or that's been especially interesting to you, something you've learned about yourself or the Bible or Christian history? I'll just open it wide open. <laughs> I feel like I've learned so much. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, but kind of going off mentioning like the burnout, I 
something that was cool was just seeing how God was meeting me in specific classes I was taking mm-hmm. throughout different seasons. So mm-hmm. like in the midst of some of the burnout, I was taking a class about healthy, basically like how to be healthy and how to have healthy relationships, mm-hmm. which was really helpful for processing and understanding where I was at. And then I think too, a new Something I realized is kind of like a passion through a class I'm in called Evangelism and Discipleship is really like the church. I think I, being in college ministry world, was really, I don't I think I neglected the church for a really long time and didn't understand what my role was and didn't understand what it should look like to be a member of a church. And through seminary, I think I've grown more of a passion for being a part of the local church? I think for me, um, there have been a few things. One, uh, just being around other believers and different believers. And mm-hmm. because the seminary we happen to go to has people from all different traditions and are pursuing different things, like uh, just gaining new perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one book I had to read was African-American spiritual practice, something I hadn't thought about. There's, uh, you know, uh, Anglicans in my class and there's, you know, people from charismatic backgrounds and just learning a lot from others and just seeing other, yeah, other believers, what brought them to this. I mean, my class has been over Zoom, so a lot of it's been like through the screen, but still getting (laughs) to know people that way and different professors with different backgrounds. Another thing as far as like the Bible well, history more, as I think lots of times we think like our world right now is getting so bad, but like just seeing for one, I mean, we're actually, you know, we're obviously studying judges during church. So we see like, (laughs) you know, the Old Testament times, things are really bad. I think before you kind of had this idea, they were generally good, but they had idols. You know, you didn't think about like really how depraved or, um, you know, and the world that, that Paul and the early church was ministering to, it was a really hard environment and yet this was the environment they were bringing the gospel to and it was taking root and changing lives Mm -hmm. um so i think that's been really encouraging and then also christian history looking back and realizing okay in in essence christianity the gospel is simple you know god loves us jesus died for us invites us into relationship but how you live that out is is pretty complex and like all throughout history they've been trying to figure that out like do we go mm-hmm. to out to the desert and separate ourselves do we mm-hmm. like you know build beautiful monuments do we like god you know like we've all been trying to figure that out and how we can um look back on like kind of the successes and mistakes and growth of like the church like realizing that we're part of something much bigger than just right now this like part of the church that we were born into in this time you know that's awesome yeah yeah and i think for me one of the like first things that they established in like my old testament class which was the first one i did um they used the book the drama of scripture which i never finished because we only had to read the first like three chapters of it um but i really loved how it set up scripture and i haven't talked or thought about this in a while um but how it um set it up into two parts like the old testament is the kingdom and then the new testament is the covenant and it Mm -hmm. sets up all of these they call them acts um of like kind of like a a drama a play um and i think it's just really helpful to have some sort of like framework that ties 
the whole Bible together and then it kind of asks the question like, okay, well, what is, where do you fit in? Like, what's your role? And so having that, like when you read scripture, it helps put everything into that, like those parts of like, oh, this is, this is God and his kingdom. And this is what he's doing here. This is him like calling back Israel. Um, And so I think even setting up certain frameworks like that have enriched like my personal study of the word or like helped me put together or put in place like when we're learning about judges or when we're learning and so I think yeah that kind of goes in with the history part of like really knowing like the saints that have gone before um in the the centers (laughs) as we're in judges um yeah just like really and seeing the the beauty of God through it all, like how he has just woven this masterpiece together and he's not done yet. Um, it's really, I don't know, it just, it's really exciting. Um, and to like get to sit in a classroom with other believers and just like dwell on that. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. really cool. So That's cool. Yeah. this is something very specific that I've recently learned um, in one of my right. counseling classes. Um, but I think... Yeah, something that that I've learned is just how to counsel um, someone who their first language might not be English. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this could go for like, if you have friendships that are with people that English isn't their first language, um, but just learning specific phrases in their mother tongue that um, would help that, I don't know, that would be more inviting Mm -hmm. or help your friend or your, or your client, um, feel more understood. Um, and then also just as your friend or your client is processing through specific things, if they can't think of like the English word for whatever they're trying to process through, allowing them to use their first language to process through whatever they're like trying to talk about and then go back and be like, okay, I didn't understand this specific thing. Can you maybe like translate that for me and that would help them to um yeah process through whatever thing they're going through or experiencing i yeah. love that that's so what a beautiful way to love your neighbor yeah yeah it's yeah. cool which kind of leads to my next question to you is like um so christian as christians we're called to love god with our hearts minds souls and strength and to love our neighbors how has seminary helped you with those goals I think especially like the Global Trauma Recovery Institute. It's so funny. I like kind of forgot that I did that until I was talking (laughs) about this. And then now I like can't stop. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's really like impacted how I interact with friends and neighbors and others who have experienced trauma. Like just being able to like sit there with people and have – yeah, a better like framework for their experiences and um, like, what does God actually say? And I will just recommend a book right here. Um, Suffering in the Heart of God by Diane Langberg is beautiful. It's really, it's an intense book. Um, So I recommend that with um, a little bit of a caveat there, but um, it's just a really um, beautiful picture. Like she's, sets up this one picture of us um like going down into um like the darkness that someone's experiencing and Mm -hmm. she talks about how when we enter into someone else's suffering and um 
and pain that we lose a little bit of ourselves in that. And I think anyone who's counseled someone or walked through someone who's going through a hard time knows that. Um, but like seeing Jesus in that and how Jesus did that for us um, and being able to like trust him in those moments and see ourselves as like laying our lives down for these brothers and sisters who are suffering. Um, and so I think that has like helped me process being a helper <laughs> um, and it has like probably helped with burnout and other other things as well. So, yeah. I think for me, just kind of like the pattern we were talking about earlier too, of like being able to like learn and apply, mm-hmm. you know, as you go. Um, it was just a blessing that as I was learning about the Old Testament and the New Testament, we were, had women's Bible studies going on. So sometimes it would be like a bit of information or a bit of insight that helped me see it better that maybe I could share or um, I took a class on spiritual discipline so I could apply that in my own life, but also, you know, help others. And um, right now in a spiritual dynamics class, it deals a lot with um, like, uh, like you were talking about the story, seeing the whole biblical narrative, which has been like you, for me too, like you said, just so interesting, you know, in a story, um, we might have different opinions, but everyone would agree, uh, like a story that at the end, a character was thrown in and something big happened to them. You wouldn't care about that character. Like you need some foreshadowing, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, a story that's like over the top that, you know, exactly what's going to happen isn't interesting, but the most satisfying are when you get to the end, you're like, Oh, have seen that all along you know (laughs) how God does that over thousands of years that from in the garden you know it starts when you know we get a foreshadowing of Jesus and you know the first sacrifice or through the priest or all these things you know this this great story but also our own stories and seeing our own calling so being able to kind of walk through that with some people who are kind of wondering you know how can I serve God so that's Mm -hmm. been been a neat neat thing I think too, I love, I've loved how, I think this is kind of like a emphasis of Gordon Conwell a lot mm-hmm. is teaching the whole story as mm-hmm. a story. Right. So I like that you guys touch on that because that's been something that's helped me a lot too. And in terms of helping me love my neighbors, somebody told me before I started seminary to also either work or be heavily involved in a secular area secular in quotation marks, um, <laughs> while you do your degree, which has been incredibly helpful. I think it's constantly reminding me I'm learning all these like really, sometimes really heavy, sometimes really like intellectual ideas. And all around us are people who have a big need and they don't necessarily care about these really deep intellectual things. Even mm-hmm. Even believers don't really honestly care that much <laughs> about some of these things we spend yes. a whole class talking about. And it's challenged me to think, how can I make this accessible to either my non-Christian neighbor or to a friend that might be a Christian but doesn't really care about the minutia and the little details, mm-hmm. which is always a question I'm asking my professors too. And a lot of times... They're like, I don't know the answer. I don't know exactly how to make this accessible. It changes person to person. So that's been a big area that it's helped me think more outward-minded. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. All right. Well, um, so I've got two more questions for you, and you can answer 
both or either. One is what would you tell someone else who is thinking about pursuing a degree or just taking some classes to learn more about the Bible? What would you tell them? Um, and then before we close up, is there anything that we missed? Anything else that you'd like to share about seminary in general? I would just say, if you're thinking about doing it, and if anything in this podcast has been like, oh, that sounds some, like something I'm interested in, that I would say, like, go for it. Um, I think there's a lot of different avenues for taking classes or seeking a degree. Um, like I was talking to a mom that I grew up with um, a few weeks ago, and she's, you know, her last kid is finishing high school, and she started taking some CCF classes. I don't remember what that stands for but it's christian counseling something um and you know i don't even think she's doing a certificate but she was saying how much it's helped her interact with like friends who are struggling with things and just really deepened those relationships um or like i've known a lot of uh, or a few people that have taken the women's institute classes through southeastern and those are very accessible and affordable um and i think at like a little bit more of a accessible level than um you know, going for a whole master's. Um, But yeah, and then like Gordon-Conwell, you can be on campus or you can take it all remotely. Or um, So there's just a lot of, there's a lot of ways that if you are interested in knowing more and um, taking classes to further um, your knowledge on scripture or yeah, counseling, any of those things, that there are are options that are, for every need, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, and I know that anyone on this podcast would love to talk to you more about uh, Gordon Conwell or yes. the degrees that we're taking too. So, yeah, I, I was going to say something similar. I totally agree. Even if it's just for your spiritual growth, which it won't be, like it's inevitably going to be <laughs> benefit other people, it's worth it. And it is a financial commitment, yes, but we think it's worth it. <laughs> and then I also want to say, be ready to say, I don't know the answer to that because inevitably when you tell people that, that you are in seminary, they think that you're a little bit of an expert about something. <laughs> and inevitably yes. you are. Ne- I mean, I'm not. <laughs> Me neither. But uh-uh. I feel like every week and I um, do a Bible study with some friends, they're like, Tony? What is- I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. No, I am not an expert in Egyptian culture during the book of Exodus. I do not know. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's humbling to have people look to you for spiritual things, but also to genuinely sometimes you don't know the answer and you have to look for it with somebody or admit that you're not sure. Yeah, I would say go for it. I think... Um, like you said, Rebecca, there's so many different avenues. It's like you can take one class per term or semester, or you could take a semester off. You know, there's just so many different ways that you can start learning or continue learning, and I think it's it's definitely worth it. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd say, you know, it's not for everyone. Uh, everyone has to the same way, like, Going overseas is great. It's not great for everyone. Fostering kids, you know, whatever. Pray about it. But if you are someone um, that, you know, you love to learn, you'd like to know more about the Bible that or counseling, like, um, yeah, and you're go for it. 
I agree. Everyone was shaking their head when Rebecca said we'd talk to you, so you could talk <laughs> to any of us. There's one of the pastors. Um, and, um, you know, if you th- you'd like to learn more and maybe not seminary right now, um, we can also show you some other resources. Like I was saying earlier, Bible Project has a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, there's like day conferences at Southeastern, some other schools. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's lots of options. And I pray that everyone would just continue to to learn more about God and the Bible and His church. Any last thoughts? I think this, I just thought of this right now, but (laughs) I have like a book that I would recommend that I had to read in seminary if anybody else wants to chime in with a book to recommend. Um, Two recommendations. Number one (laughs) is Misreading Scripture Through Western Eyes. Mm -hmm. I don't remember who it's by, it's excellent and just talking about how we have this western lens that we read the bible with and the bible is written not in the west for the west and how to kind of rethink some of those assumptions and then the second one is called to change the world and it's by james davison hunter and that's about just how christians want to want to change the world and how the ineffective ways that we try to do that and how we can be more effective and how we change hearts in the world um, this is not a book recommendation, but um, in my Old Testament class, we use something called Bible Journey, and it's a online platform that's helping to make seminary kind of accessible to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not a formal seminary, but they have a lot of um, videos that, I mean, the guy that's making it um, is in Israel talking about wow. like these different places. It was really, really cool, very in-depth, um, and that comes with like a journal that you can go through and like answer all these questions and everything. Cool. Um, so Bible Journey, highly recommend. I think it's like $15 a month or something. Um, so that's a good one. And then, yeah, I recommended um, Diane Langberg's Suffering mm-hmm. in the Heart of God. Um, it's especially helpful for like, yeah, trauma work um, and like sexual trauma it kind of goes into that, which is why I was like, caveat. <laughs> um, and then, oh, uh, the drama of scripture that I also oh, yeah, recommended yes, earlier. Yeah. So those would be mine. Right. And I I was thinking of one book, as as you said that, Jenny, and I was scrambling to find the title, which I can't right now. But <laughs> when this podcast goes on Rome, I'll add that one too. So I can't wait uh, to go back and and listen and jot these down Mm. too. So, all right. Well, thanks so much for joining me today and um, everybody else. Take care. (laughs) Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.